Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up this week from our news desk, Indigenous Peoples Day approved as official state holiday by Nicole Vulcan. The second Monday in October, previously celebrated as Columbus Day, will now be Indigenous Peoples Day in Oregon, following the passage of a bill in the state legislature. The Oregon State Senate approved House Bill 2526 on May 18th, after the passage of the original bill by the Oregon House by a 50-5 vote. Central Oregon's delegation, including Senator Tim Canope, Republican Bend, and Representatives Jack Zika, Republican Redmond, and Jason Kropp, Democrat Bend, voted in favor of the bills. It passed the Oregon Senate with seven nay votes. Celebrating Columbus Day has often brought reminders of pain and suffering experienced by Native people. By renaming this state holiday, Oregonians will be encouraged to learn, grow, and celebrate our state's Native communities, read a press release from Oregon Senate Democrats. Next up from our news desk, Civics Education Ahead for Oregon High School Students by Nicole Vulcan. Oregon high school students will be required to take at least one semester of civics following the passage of a bipartisan bill in the state legislature. The Oregon House voted unanimously in favor of the bill this week, following a vote in the Oregon Senate that passed with only three nay votes. At a time where many Americans cannot name the three branches of government and studies are showing declining faith in democratic values, Oregon should no longer be one of the few states left without civics standards said Senator Fred Gerard, Republican Staten, chief sponsor of the bill. Instead of pushing agendas in the classroom, our kids need to be taught the fundamentals. Disagreement is an inherent part of democracy, but this bill will teach our kids how to participate in our institutions and use their rights and responsibilities as actively engaged citizens to shape the world around them. And finally, more moratoriums. Governor Kate Brown signed an extension of eviction moratoriums into law, while another four foreclosure moratoriums sits on her desk, by Jack Harville. On May 19th, Oregon Governor Kate Brown signed Senate Bill 282 into law, giving renters a longer amount of time to pay back any accrued rent since the rent moratorium began on April 1st, 2020. The moratorium expires on June 30th, after which time, renters can no longer default on their rents without risking eviction. Tenants have until the end of February 2022 to repay what has accumulated throughout the moratorium. Everyone deserves a warm, safe, dry place to call home. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, it has been particularly critical that Oregonians be able to stay in their homes, said Brown. Disproportionately, those Oregonians are from Black, Indigenous, Latino, Latina, Latinx, Asian, Pacific Islander, Tribal, and communities of color. The bill extends the time Oregon tenants have to repay rent by eight months, avoiding what was a June cutoff. A quote wizard study found that 27.3% of renters in Oregon said they were at risk of eviction in May. Oregonians are coming to the end of a -a once-in-a-generation struggle and we need to give them an opportunity to recover, said Representative Winsby Campos. This legislation was negotiated with landlord and tenant advocates at the table and provides necessary protections for both, 
as we plan for the distribution of federal dollars to help keep families in their homes. The bill's central purpose is to extend the moratorium, but it also prevents landlords from denying rental applications based on eviction during the pandemic, temporarily lifts occupancy limits for people staying with friends or family, extends penalties on landlords for violating rules on conduct through February, and expands Oregon's Emergency Rental Assistance Program. The $280 million in rent assistance is available to all renters who have experienced unemployment or reduced incomes, or if they're at risk of housing instability or homelessness. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of the Source Weekly or visit our website, ventsource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.